0: Okay, guys, everyone ready to sing the song? Yeah,
1: I'm going, going ready.
0: Great. Right. Now, remember, it's almost Christmas, and nobody has any pod-safe Christmas music, so uh, that's your motivation here. Uh, Cece Chapman, you ready?
1: Ready as I'll ever be.
0: And uh Lynn and Nora from Jawbone, good to go?
1: Let's Woo! do this!
0: And uh, Adam Curry, skyping in from the helicopter flying somewhere above your golden palace. You all patched in there, Adam? Adam? Adam!
1: What? I'm right here! We want a pod Christmas song
0: Man, you know, for the first time in ages, Matt, I'm actually kind of I'm I'm feeling the the Yule. The Yule time? Yeah, the the Yule time, the hey. Yule log, the, the Yule fire. Well, you're, I can tell you're feeling the Yule log hand check. <laughs> the the solstice, all that stuff. So. I mean, yeah,
2: really, you're getting into it. I'm
0: in the spirit Christmas? of giving. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All and, right.
0: And so I decided that in the spirit of giving, I'm gonna let Chris pick our Christmas movie this year.
2: Oh, right, Christmas movies like maybe Scrooge. That's a good one. No, no, uh, Uh, The original Christmas Carol Uh, You can go This is a wonderful life With her old pal Jim Stewart Not gonna do it I mean, you know, there are tons of movies to choose from.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't think we're ready to do a, a Jim Stewart film. Really? For Christmas? No. I mean, that one's a bit huh? stappy even for me.
2: Okay, but I mean, yeah. Scrooge with Bill Murray. It's not
3: Doctor. I mean, Chris. Come choice. on, man. Right? Well, I, I thought we'd watch a family movie together. You know, like Found. I could do a family movie. Sure. What, what's it called? Found. Oh hold on what, here. Let me what, just. What
0: year is that from? I've never yeah, even heard of it I've never Chris. heard of it. What's? Let me go. 2012s Found. 2012, 2012 found. found. Okay. Let
2: okay. me okay. see here. Yeah, take I a am, look. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna look it up on air wikipedia and uh, <laughs> oh jesus man what the fuck are you doing this isn't a family movie
0: well it's about a family i'm reading it too yeah it's about a family it's not a family movie well aren't all movies about families family movies no, no no not at all all right well i'm gonna have to buy the dvd so we're, we'll get this uh, squared away we'll do a little bit of a time portal and uh oh, fuck it let's just start the episode all right
4: Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. G-S-R-O-E-S, G-S-R-O-E-S. Garbage people. G-S-R-O-E-S, G-S-R-O-E-S. Cinema Psyops. My personal view is that it's nauseating, disgusting, degrading, ghastly, sleepy, cruel, violent, and generally nauseating. They are unbelievably nauseating. They are the antithesis. I regard them as disgusting, nasty, horrible, without any kind of merit. I just do not believe that any allegedly cultural activity which strikes at the roots of culture is to be applauded. They represent nothing, to my mind, enduring, decent or worthwhile. I just do not believe they contribute anything worthwhile to inflict themselves upon society at large.
1: I would like to see somebody... Very, very large, exceedingly deep hole, and drop the whole bloody off down it. You know, I think uh, the whole world will be vastly improved by their potent utter non-existent. existence
4: Cinema PsyOps with Hort and Matt.
0: Hello and welcome to Cinema PsyOps. Ho 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 hoing his way through paying for all of those ex miss gifts for Gift Miss and his family. Sitting across from me at the table, working many flexible hours in varying positions, is Matt.
2: Yes, we
0: are totally many, many weeks removed
2: from our recording of Fido. Fido. Wink, wink, right? Yeah, many weeks.
0: Yeah, there's no way, shape, or form that we are trying to squeeze this in in advance to Uh cover our Christmas recording.
2: Wink, wink, this is no way we've been here just less than 24 hours ago. No way, no way.
0: (laughs) Absolutely no way that that has happened, and there's absolutely no way that sacrificing his
3: Christmas Eve yeah, to indeed. hang out with two assholes is chris how's it going buddy good and it must be christmas because the sack you put on the guest head it smells like peppermint
0: uh Uh-oh. yeah about Uh-oh. that Uh-oh. um you sacked him, huh <laughs> that's that's not a normal stack yeah. <laughs> that's that's made way, from shed foreskins him joining our two these two ass i mean he's an asshole too what's your problem <laughs> we are surrounded by assholes wow Why <laughs> are just fucking shit on everybody that listens to this show dickhead but that's a good thing. It's fucking Christmas, man. This, oh my God, are you gonna start telling me about the Christmas spirit? Yeah. Oh As a matter god. of fact, you're gonna be visited by the Court of Christmas present, the Court of Christmas past, and the Court of Christmas future. Is, Darren, I want fucking alternative photography. Oh of my that. god,
2: that has to be a thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's totally
2: gonna that, have to be a that's, thing. That's gotta be a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> thank, it's been thank declared. You. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave.
0: <laughs> thank you, Dave. But in all seriousness, what a better movie to pick for us to talk about the Yule season where we're gonna talk about found from 2012 what's it like being a fucking idiot a happy family (laughs) that are coming together shut the fuck up i'm not really i'm not in the mood it's a boy who's very close to his mom
2: go fuck yourself
0: (laughs) has a little rough patch at the start with his dad but works things out no they they don't at all they don't and chris 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 (laughs) you are an asshole
3: I am a garbage person. You are.
0: You've earned it. <laughs> so when he was picking his movies, right? Yeah. And uh, he, he, you know, well, when he picked his movie to go along with Macabre, I was like, well, who do you want to do the notes for Macabre? And he's like, oh, you can do the notes for Macabre. And I'm like, okay. We know where this is going. Who, who do you want to do the notes for Found? He's like, oh, Matt should do the notes for Found. And I'm like, yes, he should.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what, though? That, that may work against you because doing notes kind of makes things more analytical when you're watching it. It
0: insulates you from this stuff a yeah, little bit. It does a lot. Yeah. Like,
2: Would you just straight like I didn't have to do the notes for Traces of Death. Yeah. And that still to this day is the one that's the biggest. It's gut stuck punch. with you. Yeah. 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 That's the biggest gut punch of of all of them.
0: Even more than uh, Girl Next Door. Uh, because that one still wrecks me. Yeah. Girl
2: Next Door is second, definitely. And then third is uh the um uh, Last House on the Left. Oh yeah. Uh, Last House on the Left with I Spit on Your Grave fight for that third spot of. <laughs> Terribleness.
0: I could totally see that, and I'm kind of wondering where Found would have landed if you didn't do the notes.
2: Uh, God, it had been up there. It'd probably be
0: at least top sticks, top yeah. five. Yes. Spoiler alert: It got stuck in my head too. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucked. <laughs> it's got its moments. And we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll, 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 get, into we'll it. Yeah. get into it. But yeah.
2: I'm just saying there are some factors that bring it down. That's not well, that take away the edge for you. Yeah, take away the gotcha. edge a bit.
0: Gotcha. Okay, I can totally see that. Well, Chris, you've definitely picked a doozy. So Mary give miss everybody yeah thanks chris
2: (laughs) hey hey, chris uh by the way uh, under your tree you're gonna find an extra gift from me this year it's a big box of fucking steaming pile of horse shit
0: oh goodness someone's (laughs) giving me a bowel movement (laughs) little john waters for you and speaking of that i actually have a song from john waters christmas album to move into the next segment that seems most appropriate yeah more appropriate than anything yeah more than appropriate than anything else we're going to have on this show yeah pretty much but also in the spirit of giving chris has picked out all three of the promos we'll be playing tonight hey time allotting that we'll be able to get the news in and everything yeah so this is a promo for a podcast that chris wholly endorses coming right up hello ladies and gentlemen this is jason Eddie. you may recognize my voice from the vault of starling monster horror tales of terror and if you don't you should be listening but today i need to ask you a few questions do you like big bugs and you cannot lie? Other robots just can't deny that when the queen of space walks in and puts a blast in your face that your gears get sprung? Are you deep in the bee we're sharing? Are you hooked and you can't stop staring? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then have I got a podcast for you. Bots, Bugs, and Babes, the B Movie Podcast. From classics to cults and all the yummy, yummy cheese in between. Look for my new show bots bugs and babes on the two true freaks network and on itunes that's bots bugs and babes the b movie podcast double j on the triple b is your hookup holler if you hear me
5: oh here comes fatty with a sack of shit here comes fatty with a sack of shit here comes fatty with a sack of shit and all them stinking reindeer well, I believe in Santa Claus, yeah, I believe that he's a prick. And though he comes but once a year, it's enough to make me sick. Him and this Christmas spirit are really a lot of bunk. I'll have to bust my ass for another year just to pay for all this junk. Ooh! here comes Fatty with a sack of shit. Here comes Fatty with a sack of shit. Here comes Fatty with a sack of shit. And all them stinking reindeer. Ooh!
0: Uh, see, it speaks of the commercialization of the Gibbons. Yes. <laughs> You
2: just can't say Christmas, can you? <laughs> I can say anti-Christmas. Anti-Christmas? <laughs> you could say the holiday season.
0: Oh Yeah, I yeah. can say solstice, and I can say yule, and I can say all the other
3: yeah, all holidays the other that were
0: actually usurped by the holy church that was trying to make the pagans fall into line.
3: <laughs> holy Jesus. Fact. It, bur- uh, right. it burns his tongue when he says it. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: burns us. <laughs> it freezes. <laughs> 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 You know what also burns me, Matt? What's that? This trailer. It has a trailer? My brother
5: keeps a human head in his closet. At one point, it had thoughts and feelings, and it kissed somebody it loved. Now it's just a bloody head and a blow and blow bag. I hope I don't end up that way. <gasps> Do you want to be the
6: kid that gets picked on? Or the kid that gets in trouble?
5: What if I hit Marcus' back? What if it doesn't hurt him any?
6: Don't worry about Marcus. You shouldn't worry about anything.
5: You didn't have to do what you did, Marty. Kids get picked on. I'm sorry it happens, but it's not an excuse to attack someone. I want to say
7: something really scary. Listen to me.
6: Something is going to happen tonight. It's going to change everything. And I need you to stay out of the way.
7: Why?
0: Because I don't want to hurt you.
5: My life is starting to feel like a horror
2: movie.
0: you know how they end okay so 2012's found let's get into this
2: let's go well we open up the movie and because i'm completely checked out already
0: with our first clip every fucking time with this guy
5: (laughs) my brother keeps a human head in his closet every few days it's a new head usually they're black women. but one time he had a white man's head in there i was going bowling with my friend david one day and i needed to borrow steve's ball he wasn't home so i took it without asking permission that's a big no-no when I opened the bag at the bowling alley, I almost cried. I didn't tell anyone about it, and I used David's ball instead. I lied and said the one I brought was too heavy for me. I'm surprised they couldn't smell it. It's another black woman today, and her hair's been ripped out. I've seen lots of horror movies, and the heads in those things don't come close to looking like the real thing.
0: Well, that's upbeat and cheerful, and a great way to start your film. Yeah, I mean that's the end, right? <laughs> no, that's that's how the film <laughs> starts. That's how it begins. Ah, right. it comes out of the corner, swinging at you.
2: Yeah, all right. At this point, we see uh, this boy. He puts on some gloves and he opens up the bag and reveals the human head with all her hair ripped out. And it's he's rubber it. gloves, right? Yeah, rubber gloves, like rubber-made you know cleaning gloves,
0: like uh, dishwashing gloves.
2: Yeah, scrubbing gloves. You know why you didn't recognize those? Because I've never done a dish in my life
0: <laughs> or cleaned anything. Uh, yeah, ever, anything ever, including never. your. Yourself, you smelly mm-hmm. bastard mm-hmm. really seals <laughs> in the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> anything i can do to avoid talking about the movie ready <laughs>
2: right out our friends dave here is marty and he heads back downstairs to go talk to his mom about his and uh his friends david's graphic novel when his brother walks in there's obvious tension there uh you know the mom's like you could at least say hello And he comes storming back his i said hello And like, all right
0: and dad's always pissed off because biff yeah. makes him work late and marty's gotta go hang out with doc brown yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what movie? Did you watch Back to the Future? I guess I did. You son of a bitch. It was the first one I found. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's so stupid. It is. That was dumb. <laughs> You're dumb, man. You're dumb. Chris, you dumb, too. You laughed. <laughs> We're all now dumber for having listened to that. May a non-existent God have mercy on your soul. Uh, Marty's mom tells him to get his stuff off the table because his father will be home soon. And he goes to his room. And that is our next clip.
5: I wish my mom wouldn't worry about what I watched or drew. The only reason she cares is because of the picture I drew in our class last year. My teacher freaked out about it. So my mom had to come to school and talk about it. I guess some people are afraid that if a kid watches horror movies, he'll grow up to be a killer or a psycho. But I'm not a violent person. I don't even like killing bugs. I get good grades and I do what people tell me to, so they just shouldn't worry. Dad tells Mom, all boys are interested in horror movies and graphic novels. He says it's normal, and then I'll grow out of it someday. But if that's true, then I don't want to ever grow up. Not ever.
0: All right. So far, I'm uh, kind of identifying with Marty a little bit
2: here. I, yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I was thinking that.
0: Uh, like, except for, i am I'm etch-a-sketching out this whole, like, found a brother severed head thing. Yeah. I'm thinking that's like a fantasy <laughs> world at this point in the movie. Yeah, you know, for where, like, you. Well, no, no, where the kid's like, you know, like, pretending that his brother oh, might be yeah. a serial killer because he's into horror and graphic novels. Yeah, oh, there you go. You know, like, he's young enough to, like, tell up stupid stories. Because when I was in school, I had a friend who actually did tell stories similar to that, where when we were in, like, second and third grade, he talked about how, you know, somebody in his family was like a serial killer or yeah. some shit because he just had an overactive imagination. All of us were like, yeah, right, whatever.
2: And watch, he actually did have a serial killer in his family. Well,
0: maybe, I don't know. And you but... all
2: just got lucky.
0: <laughs> maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, or kids...
2: unlucky, depending on how your life yeah. turned out.
0: Kids make shit up. That's what they do. They have yeah. overactive imaginations. Of course. So the thing at the beginning, at this point in the film, I'm considering that it's just him having an overactive imagination mm-hmm. because I identify with him and I don't want the kid to have an older brother who's a serial killer.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, even adults can have overactive imagination. I tell people I work on a podcast when obviously I do no work whatsoever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you tell people you work, which you obviously do no work whatever, <laughs> whatsoever. The hardest you work is when you're smoking meat because, you know, you got a lot of guys waiting and you got to get it done. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. That's all right. That was pretty. All
0: right. <laughs> That's what they tell you while you're doing it too. Uh,
2: anyway, we have the title <laughs> sequence which is a graphic novel. It shows the graphic novel they've been working on. So both
0: in the pictorial description yeah. and actually graphic as far as violence. Yeah. yes
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> uh as they all sit for dinner, mom has uh they all talk about what they're going to do. Mom states she has to work a lot of OT, so apparently mom's gone a lot. Uh dad says they can go ahead and they'll go see a movie. Uh, and uh, you're gonna get a nice moment with the dad and Marty there when you know the mom's like, "Fine, not another horror movie." And he goes, "Oh, I'm sure we'll find some wholesome fun." You know, gives Marty a little wink, and Marty has a little smile. Uh, nice little family moment there.
0: And unlike rocket. He actually winks with the right eye, so that yeah, you know, yeah, is, so it's <laughs> not pointed <laughs> towards is the it person. The wrong, wrong, wrong eye. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> I almost made that joke when I was doing the wink, wink earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, did I wink with
0: the wrong eye?" <laughs> yeah. Um, but at this point so far, you think Marty's actually got a relatively normal family life? Yes. It's and then,
2: okay uh, His brother walks in and we have a bit uh of an argument about oil being spilt on the driveway. And the dad's like, "I know it's your car. It's a piece of garbage." And you're
0: supposed to park it on the street. Yeah, the street.
2: The street. And he goes, "I have been parking on the street." And he goes, "Then well, why is there oil on the driveway?" And that starts a shouting match where he follows them upstairs and they just uh go nuts on one another, shouting at each other. And uh the mom and Marty kind of sits down there and they mock them behind their backs.
0: Yeah, one plays the dad role and the other one plays the kid role. Yeah, and it's Clearly, something that's been going on for a while with the older brother and the dad. They've been well. The
2: brother is heads. clearly detached from the family, you know, at least mom and dad.
0: Well, he even says something at some point where the guy's like, uh, "You have to earn your keep," and he's like, "Earn my keep. I pay rent."
2: Yes, so he's obviously he's got a job. He pays rent. Yeah, all that kind of stuff at his
0: parents' house. So there's clearly a lot more going on with this kid than just yeah, you know, being stuck at home in his twenties.
2: Um, anyway, Marty is up late, and his bro uh, his bro comes walking in and gives him some salt advice about stuffing like a towel or a blanket underneath the door so mom doesn't see the light on yeah so you can tell he, just, his,
0: he just knocks and walks in
2: yeah so you can tell uh you know that his bro has some caring for him you know some kind of you know brotherly feeling at least maybe to him not so much the parents anymore
0: yeah, he uh, likes his little brother yeah
2: barney states that his brother doesn't talk to him a lot but sometimes he wants to do the big brother thing and he says that's nice so
0: well he's significantly younger than him too yes you get the feeling that Marty was one of those like later life accidents that you didn't Mm want to have happen. Yeah. When all the other kids are much, much older.
2: Uh, Yeah, you get that feeling. That or he's the, let's try again because we screwed up the older one.
0: <laughs> there could be that too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Next day at recess, Marty asks his friend David if he wants to see the art. But David is called away to play a sports ball game and says they'll meet up later.
0: What sports ball game was that? I you don't know. know.
2: It was some weird it was, I think it was baseball. I want to say it was baseball. I'm literally thinking the director of this movie's never seen sports ball. So he just created his own game.
0: It was like stickball or something. <laughs> yeah, something weird. It was, it was from, uh, <laughs> Blarns Ball from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was basketball.
0: Maybe,
2: oh yeah. Dike,
3: <laughs> I heard your mom's sleeping with Squeak. d <laughs> Perry. Dee <Steve> Perry. <laughs> it's pretty bad though when the fat kid blows you off to go play sports. So yeah, it just shows that you kid's how, how lonely Marty is. <laughs> that son of a bitch is
2: gonna be. That son of a bitch was sweaty and winded, just running over to those other kids. <laughs> what are you picking him for dodgeball he's the shield yeah i was gonna go with that joke i was just gonna leave it but goddamn, you're mean
0: <laughs> it's operation hide behind the fat kid
2: <laughs> we know that well you and i we know that pain all, all too us. well All right. <laughs> then we have a scary teacher alert this broad is gnarly that teacher lady define gnarly gnarly bad not gnarly good
0: define gnarly gnarly bad (laughs) what's (laughs) specifically about this teacher is so bad
2: okay number one she's got a scary voice Uh number two she's got a scary face Uh number two she has a scary way of carrying herself she's the epitome of old scary teacher lady
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're saying she's like two steps away from a a pointy black hat and going
2: "Ah!"
0: that she looks like the crypt keeper to be fucking kind of (laughs) honest so it's basically his teacher's Kelly on Conway. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Only less scary.
2: I mean, yeah, I, I I don't think this woman voted for Trump. So no, she's probably fine. <laughs> anyway, coming back from recess, a boy named Marcus bullies Marty and uh kind of gives him some shit. Uh the teacher kind of calms everyone down, and when the teacher's back is turned, Marcus goes ahead and flips off the teacher and a tattletale girl in the front kind of lets the teacher know. The teacher said, Did you use your middle finger? It the Marcus it just backed up and whipped her off right to her face.
0: Like, damn, dude. Yeah, Marcus has problems at home. You can tell.
3: Yeah, Marcus definitely is not, not well adjusted. <laughs> well, I hated this kid, but then he does the bird right to the teacher's face. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I, him I kind of too, kind but love you, him a little bit. <laughs> you got to respect him just a little bit. That's ballsy.
0: As soon as he did it, I'm like, I could hang out with that kid if he'd stop bullying everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just calm
2: down with the fucking bully, but I'm all with you. <laughs>
0: stop picking on other kids and let's focus that anger where it really does some damage. most oh, system.
2: Yeah. You versus the, you guys, you and your classmates versus the system. And the system <laughs> had taught you to divide yourselves. Damn it,
0: man. Watch Rock and Roll High School and follow up on those notes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's will probably be like, that sounds a lot like homework and he would flip you off.
0: <laughs> That's the spirit. Rage,
4: young man. Rage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> currently I'm the man because I'm trying to tell you what to do
2: <laughs> oh man so anyway later in the bathroom um, they corner Marty Marty's like in the stall and they're like and um, Marcus and one of his little buddies want to get in there one of his little buddies actually crawls on a bathroom floor that's fucking gross
0: <laughs> well, the other thing that's really fucked up is like they just want to get at him and they want to torture him and torment him Yeah, it's not like they need to use the toilet they're not getting yeah. on his case because they Plenty need to open use open toilets toilet. yeah they just want to fuck with him
2: yeah uh, anyway Way anyway, uh, they bring Marty out and Marcus punches him right in the stomach, and they're making all sorts of—he's got a small dick jokes and all that kind of stuff.
0: And there's some homophobic slurs being a lot thrown of around. homophobic
2: slurs being thrown around this movie. If that's if that's a something that's a problem for you, trigger warning. Yeah, they throw I was that having shit. flashbacks to the
0: eighties with that. I, I removed them from the clips that are there. They're good. beeped out or good, good. cut out and stuff I mean,
2: they threw that shit around more casually than the fucking did a Monster Squad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like 2012. It's not yeah. cool. Filmmakers.
2: Yeah. I mean, come on, motherfuckers.
0: I know you're trying to establish that there's something not I mean, right I guess about you had here. the
2: bad guy saying it. Unlike.
0: Yeah. But the kid ends up saying it too. You know, the kid's not all that great either. Marty.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mar- a,
3: Marty's a bit Mar- of a bitch. So. And kids say messed up shit like that too. I mean, you try yeah. to like reinforce good values in them, but when kids are alone, they say the most wicked shit to each other. Well, and, and oh,
2: I know. I don't mind if you, you put that kind of language in your movies even today. As long as it's, it's like an asshole bad character saying them. If you've got what you believe is your your good guy or your protagonist character saying that kind of language as they would in the 80s, you're fucked. I mean, it's it's not the 80s anymore. It's you know, fast forward here a bit, and if you want your asshole character say that, maybe make it more heated, or to add some sort of social complexity to the character. Fine, but you know, I we don't have to put it in this. Show. Yeah, we don't have to use the, those clips.
0: I would say that we are not going to use them because yeah. I run Bartertown.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I don't think you'll ever find anybody who would argue with that with you.
0: As I said on Chris's last appearance, this is a democracy that I run.
2: <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, as they make these jokes, another little boy runs out, grabs the teacher, teacher comes back in, uh, and this other kid squeals on him. And so this kid gets a metric shit ton of uh, detention and weekend detention. So Marcus's next few months are not going to be the most fun weekends.
3: And then he gives the triple bird. I mean, this kid, he, yeah. he, he commits. Whipped her again. The triple bird. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing that only kids use. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Adults that are angry are not patient enough to make the triple bird work.
2: No, 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 no. (laughs) We're too busy getting all yelly. Um, Well, Marnie uh, gets to go home for the day because it's obviously very traumatic what happened to him. And uh, he goes and he grabs, uh, after his mom drops him off the house, he grabs the gloves and he heads to his, uh, he heads upstairs and that's in our next clip.
5: Mom says everybody has their private things and nobody likes having their secrets exposed, but I can't help it. For mom, it's a box of old love letters from some man named Danny. I try to read some of them, but they're really cheesy. I guess mom must have really loved Danny if she kept his letters for so long. It makes me wonder why she didn't marry him instead of dad. Dad keeps his secrets in the garage. Dad's magazines aren't like mom's. Hers are about gardening and keeping her house looking pretty. Dad's are full of naked women with big boobs. I wonder if she knows dad has these magazines. I'll bet she'd be really mad if she found out he likes to look at them. I'll have to remember that in case dad makes me mad.
0: Marty's got a plan. Hey,
2: Marty, man. Marty's in the know.
0: <laughs> See, like, I still like Marty. Up until he starts dropping homophobic slurs, yeah. I like the kid.
2: I'm just saying, he's... Yeah,
0: little kids are fucking soulless little beasts. Well, all children are soulless little beasts. I
2: know. They are fucking just... And
0: they grow up to be soulless giant beasts when they're adults. Well,
2: I, I guess... How about this? Less empathetic beast. How about that? <laughs> they have no empathy in them.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it took me a long time, and I had to kind of uh, borrow my wife's to have any for myself, so... Kinda. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So I still identify with Marty. (laughs) You're a sick man.
2: Uh, Marty goes into Steve's uh, room and finds that there is no head this time.
0: (laughs) The weird way that you just phrased that.
2: I know. He goes into Steve's room. There's no head, though. What are you going to do? That's a clip. (laughs) No head. Goes into Steve's room. No head. Uh, He looks around. He puts on uh, a gas mask, and uh, he puts on some music, and he puts on the gas mask. He just kind of stares at himself in the mirror wearing that mask.
0: He's basically a little brother just hanging around with the big brother stuff and doing his thing. Perfectly normal activity.
2: All this is interrupted by Steve in our next clip.
5: What the fuck are you doing? Your door wasn't locked.
6: And that gives you permission to come inside? Give me that. Don't you ever come in here without my permission.
5: You hear me? Sorry, I won't.
6: Why are you home so early anyway?
5: Some kid punched me at school.
6: You punch him back?
5: No.
6: Why not? I don't know. Oh, why'd they punch you?
5: I was in the boy's bathroom and Marcus came in and started bothering me. What'd he do? He tried to look at my, you know.
6: He tried to look at your dick?
5: He didn't see it, but he told everyone I had a small one. And
6: you didn't do anything about it? I called him a f- Good. That's good.
5: But then he punched me. Depends on said I could go home.
6: Next time, you gotta punch him back.
5: But I'll get in trouble.
6: Look, do you want to be the kid that gets picked on? Or the kid that gets in trouble? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? What'd they do to this Marcus kid?
5: Couple Saturday detentions.
6: See? That's nothing compared to what he did to you. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I didn't mean to yell at you like that. If you want to listen to music in my
0: room, just ask first, okay? Okay, I will. All right, so Big Brother's really not giving good advice.
2: No, no, not at all. <laughs> but he's giving the advice that mom and dad won't.
0: It's better to get in trouble and not look like a little wuss. Uh,
2: I guess. It's it's better He's to... giving him prison yard rules, all right? <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. Basi- he's
0: basically saying like, okay, so what's the big deal? He got punished a little bit. What did he do to you? That's what he did to you is way worse. Yeah. Why would you let that stand? You should have hit him. You should have hit him a lot.
2: He's not giving him the correct advice. <laughs> Just saying. Uh,
0: well, I mean, the, the, if, if he's you're actually the PC advice. If you're living in prison, then yeah, that's the right advice. You go back yep. after him and yeah. you, you, you earn your rep and yep. then no one messes with you. Exactly. You do your. It's better to do time in solitary. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Marty meets up with David at what appears to be like almost like a dump site of like on a rail tracks, but almost maybe even converted into a haunted house at some point.
0: I think it's like a haunted house that isn't open all year round, but it's near where they live, so they trespass and go hang out there. Yeah, that's what I think so. That's it, what it looks like. Like anyway.
2: He uh, finds out from David that Marcus is telling kids that Marty does, in fact, have uh, small, uh, small manhood and telling everybody that Marty tried to kiss him. So he's telling everyone that.
0: Yeah. So is Marcus working out some issues that he has internally and focusing it in and on Marty?
2: You know, I think you're looking a little too much into Marcus. Marcus is just a dick. <laughs> he is a dickhole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mar- Marcus is a straight up bitch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bullying asshole, but yeah. what well, makes him that true, way? True, but I don't think...
2: There's, I don't think the underlining reasons you're looking for there exist. I think he's just doing that because he's straight up stuck.
0: Not everybody is just 100% asshole. There's something that yeah, turns well, I'm, them I'm into that. I'm not
2: saying that everybody is, but this kid
0: definitely is 100% <laughs> asshole. Well, that's just because he's a character in a story. But yeah. what I'm looking for is...
2: Uh, some presents? Yeah, maybe yeah. somebody's trying to work something out that, you know...
0: I'm, what I'm saying is he's probably a closeted gay. Like, he probably really did want to see the kids <laughs> junk, and he's trying to work it out. That's it's right. Like that family uh, gay. It's probably like that family guy oh, yeah, joke where he's like, things. let's go make those freshmen show us their penises. Won't <laughs> yeah, that, be be the yeah. that be gay of them or whatever it is? Yeah.
2: All right. Anyway, uh, dinner uh, at uh, Marty's house and uh, Marty's kind of telling his dad everything that happened. Marty's dad is, uh, let's, how do we put this? Extremely fucking racist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That thanks. runs in the family.
2: Yes. Marty, uh, Marty's dad definitely. Hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> Marty's dad definitely drops an M-bomb there. Uh, and like, yeah. And he goes, well, not all of them, but if they're going to act like it, I'm going to call them that. I'm like, oh my God, you disgusting human being.
0: He unbuttons his shirt a little bit and he's got a Confederate flag tattooed <laughs> yeah, over his heart. But the Confederate flag <laughs> actually shapes out the star shape out of swastika on it Trump, instead of just an X. Trump 2017, make America great again. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing the hat. He just doesn't know he owns it yet. Yeah, yeah right. this was shot in 2017.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, what a shithead. Anyway, uh, Marty's mom asks him if he wants to stay home from school again the next day. That kind of brightens up Marty. He's like, really? And she goes, yeah, you know what you've been through. You can stay home another day.
0: I'm thinking if Marty actually beat up the black kid, his racist fuck of a father would actually be OK with it. Yes. And wouldn't care if he got in yes. trouble for doing it. No, no. He pretty much says that. Yeah. Without coming right and out and saying it. And you
2: notice it when, especially we'll talk more about this later, uh, later on in the episode when Marty does stick up for himself one time, but the kid just happens to be white. Yeah. Then Marty's dad wants him to learn a lesson. You know, yeah, yeah, you totally. notice that? Yes. Way so fucked up. But... Because in
0: his father's brain, the whiteys have to stick together.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the white kid deserves, you know, maybe just some understanding, turn the other cheek. But the other kid, uh-uh.
0: <laughs> Somehow uh, that's gonna be a clip. Yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> anyway, um Marty is uh Marty then gets excited because his mom says, you know, she'll pick up some pizzas and then they go to the video store. Marty can pick up movies. Which I would imagine was kid court right there because Morty could almost not contain himself in his chair. Yeah, he's going to go to a video store. The
0: scene in the video store and then the getting pizza and horror movies to make you feel better is a tactic that my parents have ployed me with before whenever I was having a 2012
2: and they still had a Mm. mom and pop video store. Impressive. That mom and pop was holding on.
0: There are some mom and pop video stores like that VHS and DVD both that existed for quite a while. There's some that still exist. Yeah, I guess. That's amazing. Some people want the VHS experience. Well, and you can still rent DVDs and stuff like that, which is actually better. Yeah. Like when a lot of the video stores before they died out here, like Hollywood and all that stuff, when they went to DVD, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. And now the reason that they're all dead is because of those fucking red boxes and stuff like that.
2: Well, and then Netflix. It's so much more convenient. Well, if you're
0: going to go out to rent something is what I'm getting at.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. (laughs) Uh, There's that funny 18 or over uh, moment there where, you know. uh, The black curtain. Marty was like, the black curtain. The guy comes out. The guy guy comes out. Take the guys like shit. <laughs>
0: what? what do I do? Oh, the black curtain of every video store.
2: The the barrier that you wanted to know what was in there when you were a kid, and then you find out when you're adult is nothing but sadness,
0: <laughs> sadness and desperation. <laughs> but that's what the porn industry causes, oh, right? Oh my god. Yeah. oh I don't want to disparage porn stars. I'm yeah. sure they're very happy, well-adjusted people that All have right. sex on camera for money. Well, I mean, you know, look at what we're doing. We're not even doing it for money. <laughs> Yeah, but it's only on microphone. We're classy. <laughs> we're classy. Audio sluts. We're, we're screaming into the void, but we're so well adjusted. Audio sluts
3: one, audio sluts two, audio sluts three, <laughs> back and slutting. <laughs> I just love that scene because they're going into the video store, and in the 90s, my ma, there's two independent video stores here in town, and my ma worked while she was saving for her house at a video store. So it just brought back a lot of memories. You see all the titles, and there's great stuff that Marty's looking at, uh, you know, uh, the the dwellers, the death rattlers, and he's, he found that, that tape he was looking for, that headless. Yeah.
0: Not a film. Not a film. It's a film within this film. Yes. Coincidentally, the DVD has a full uncut version of Headless, if you really want to indulge. Oh, no
2: thanks. we will get into that, though. Yeah. Anyway, um, Marty finds a few movies. Uh, he finds a, this, once again, the video cassette called Headless, which is empty. Uh, he takes it up, <laughs> and they buy it, and he asks, and the door uh, manager, whatever, said, you know, if it's not in there, probably somebody took it and stole it. and Stole the tape. Yeah. Oh, uh, never or, did that. Court's looking at me like he's done that a whole
0: lot. I've never done that. (laughs) Really? I don't steal from the video store. You just rip. I the copy video. the shit You're when I get home.
3: It. You hook up the two VCRs you copy it. Don't be a dick. Don't steal the tapes.
0: Yeah, I just copyright infringe. I don't steal the tapes from yeah. the owner.
3: That oh, hurts the there. mom and pop video stuff. Yeah, story.
2: there you go. You're just hurting make the make... big corp.
0: Well, not necessarily. Sometimes it's a little independent distributor that I've hurt. <laughs> but I guarantee you, every single VHS tape that I've ever ripped, i bought five copies of varying formats <laughs> yeah. of the same <laughs> fucking got their movie. Money back. <laughs> They've made their money back on me several times yeah. over. Uh, Plus, I have a fucking probably memorabilia and shit from the same movie <laughs>
2: that night a storm comes through and knocks out the power marty goes to steve's trying to see if he's in the room uh because he wants a flashlight uh marty goes into the room once again man marty just goes into steve's room i mean listen the minute you found the first head wouldn't you be like i'm never going to that guy's room again it, nothing but trouble for me every time i go into that fucking room
0: well it, let's be realistic here if you find a severed head and you don't immediately report it
2: yeah regardless problems.
0: of the fact that it's your older <laughs> brother. You,
2: you 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 have a a screw loose.
0: Once you have equated yourself to that, and he also says that it's a different one almost every week. Yeah. They're usually black women once it was a white guy. Yeah. So clearly he knows his brother's been doing this for a while, and he keeps checking to see if it's a different head almost every week. Yep. So Marty's not only okay with it at this point, he's more curious about what's going on with his brother's
3: severed heads in the back. That is true. Marty's becoming part of the problem. Yes. As Marty starts
2: looking for a flashlight, Steve comes back into the room. he hides underneath the bed, and Steve has that moment where he's staring in the mirror, like, Are you ready for this? And he goes, I'm ready for whatever you got. And he grabs a shovel and he grabs the bowling bag, from what we can tell, because he goes into the closet. And uh, he... which
0: coincidentally, Marcus is hiding it,
2: yeah. <laughs> and then he goes and leaves the house, and uh, Marty heads back to his room. He looks out the window, and you get a little almost like kind of it could be a jump scare moment where you know, I, I don't think Steve's looking at his brother, I think he's just looking at the house with the lightning flashes and it freaks him out
0: yeah marty knows something's up he knows when his brother's going out yeah his
2: brother's heading out for a night um the next day they have a brotherly chat and that is our next clip you look
6: tired
7: this storm kept me up all night me too why are not you work
6: i'm getting ready to leave what time you think it is anyway i
7: don't know my clock was blinking this morning not even eight yet
6: you got the whole day ahead of you so what are you gonna do
7: watch movies mom took me to the video
5: store
6: get anything good
5: Deep Wallers and Death Rattlers.
6: Death Rattlers is pretty cool. It's about a motel where guys go to screw zombie chicks.
5: Hey, you're bleeding. Shit. Steve? Yeah? What if I hit Marcus back? What if it just makes him more mad? What if it doesn't hurt him any? What if it doesn't hurt him at all? What if he just keeps beating me up? I don't think I can do it.
6: Don't worry about Marcus. Today's your day off. You shouldn't worry about anything.
5: Uh, Hey, why are you going? Can I go through your movie collection, David spending in the night tonight, and I was wondering if I could watch Hellraiser again.
6: Alright, but only because you asked this time. Be careful with my shit. I will. If you like Hellraiser, watch Nightbreed. It's Clack Barker too, bunch of freaky monsters running around in a graveyard. You'll like it.
5: This is the Steve I miss. Normal Steve. Why do there have to be two Steves?
0: Why'd there have to be two Steves? One that slaughters people, cuts off their heads, puts them in a bowling bag that I play with and look at all the time. And then the Steve that tells me about Nightbreed that I didn't know about, which is actually a pretty cool <laughs> flick. Why'd there have to be two Steves? I don't understand. He's wow. a
3: psychopath, but his movie taste is on point. <laughs> which could be said about me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. But for the grace of Bev, there go eyes. all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I was about to say. Minus the whole racism thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity psychopath.
2: You're, you're, you're a psychopath, but I mean... Really? How many psychopaths actually, you know, put the ring on?
0: (laughs) A lot of them. Really, they do. That is true. They're fucking CEOs and yeah. shit, and they have a life that they pretend like they're, mm. you know, doing other things. Yeah. It just so, so, happens, the, it just so happens that my life that I was going to hide behind turned out to be my actual life. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> the the, the BTK killer, man. That motherfucker had, like, wife, two kids, pick a fence. The fucker seemed normal as shit. Ah, oh, my God. All right.
0: Not all psychopaths are murder. Some psychopaths just go into business and head Fortune 500 companies.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's Become true. Become president. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure pretty much all of them are psychopaths. In probably. some way, shape, or form.
2: Yeah, if they want that much power. You're gonna be a little fucking. Off. I want
0: that much power. What? I want that much power.
2: I'm my I'm I'm my want, original statement stands. I
0: want control over all of the drones.
2: And that's why you have it. <laughs> but I want it. But we did t- we talked about this. It's a no. I want the control. You can't have it.
0: <laughs> I want to order the airstrikes. I want. I want. I
2: want. <laughs> One airstrike. If you finish all your vegetables. Something tells me this is how the Trump presidency is actually going. Conversation. <laughs> As he goes through his brother's stuff, he
0: finds the movie Headless. Later that night, dun dun dun. Well, hanging with I'm, the- I'm okay with him killing a lot of people, but don't steal from a mom and pop video store, you asshole. Is
2: that really where he crosses the line with me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there maybe what other well, spot? The, the
0: racism thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's coming up. Don't be a racist. racist. That's coming up. And, well, and, coming up. And, Well, he's killing only black folks, so yeah. clearly he has a problem. Clearly has a problem.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then you notice the little paper and the, and and what? The VHS tape. At first, I thought it was time codes, but then I was like, "No, it's it's a VHS tape." I looked more closely at it. It's it looks like dates.
4: Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 God damn it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Let's let that one linger for a little bit.
0: All right. Maybe what we're seeing with Headless isn't the movie. Maybe it is the brother actually filming some of his extracurricular activities. And that's what the dates and times are, Uh, where it is on the tape, hidden in the movie. Or maybe what? uh, I don't know. Just saying, the film was edited really badly when they watch Headless.
2: Maybe. I don't know.
0: Anyway. uh, It looked like August Underground's boredom. (laughs) (laughs) Later
2: that (laughs) night, hanging with David, Marty uh, finds, uh, uh, finds out that Marcus wasn't at school that day talking to David, so there's some thinking right there. Uh, (laughs) It's like, God damn it, I skipped for the wrong day. I know, right? (laughs) They decide to watch Headless. And it is pretty graphic. Yeah. 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 That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you get a woman who's tied up and uh, the killer wears like a skull mask, cuts off her, her, boat, well, cuts off her boob. And, machete. And then he starts like with he's, a machete. It starts like beating on the blood of it. He's
0: fake nursing from the yeah. wounded, wounded breast yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh. That's some serious serial killer shit that they don't talk about in a lot of the serial killer movies and pictorial stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of sexual mutilation that serial killers are all up into. Yep. Yeah. This one portrays it very graphically, very realistically. And
2: And it's really funny how they did this. All this graphic killing is not happening in real life but in a movie within the movie. Or
0: is
4: it?
2: Okay, I'm saying it's not because there is a different actor. I'm saying this is where, this. Like, the reason he stole this tape is because this is where he got the idea for Headless. Which is what? we got the idea for what he, he does. What he likes. Yeah. yeah. And it must have probably just we watched it once because he loves horror movies. It struck a chord and it awoken something within him. And, but it's really funny that- Are you trying to blame the horror movies here? No, 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 no. That's not the horror movies Horror fault. movies don't make you sense. Wanna, you horror would, uh,
0: movies would, make psychos more creative. Oh, my God. You quoted <laughs> oh. Scream. I heard it. It suited so everyone else. I don't hate Scream. Oh, okay. At least I thought you did. I, I just hate the fact that everybody thinks that it did something so new and inventive when all it did was wink, wink, member berries.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't do anything new and inventive. It was just a good movie.
0: <laughs> and it was self-referential. And I hate the fact that a lot of horror movies tried to do that afterward. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the movie itself is actually really fucking good. Oh, okay. I thought you always just the hated it. Scream. No, I don't hate it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. We learned <laughs> something today. You, wait, you're an Alzheimer's patient? We went through this the last time we watched Scream together at Camp Fear. What's Alzheimer's? <laughs> It's that bad memory disease. What you mean, Alzheimer's? Yes, the bad memory disease. What's that? <laughs> Alzheimer's. Isn't that that bad memory disease? Why are you bringing that up? <laughs> you fuck that up every time you try to do it. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> More the- confused it sounds, the better it is, you dummy. <laughs> do the fucking notes before I punch you in the face. <laughs> fuck yeah, you.
3: I I don't think the uh, the tape turned him into a serial killer. I just think, like you said, it he saw it and it tripped his trigger. It's like a a a porno video that you stole as a kid because it sparks something in your brain and you just want to watch whatever tripped your trigger the first time over and over again. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stab oh. uh, penetrating and grunting in this uh, scene that they're watching on the videotape. Yes, yes. And, um, a good
0: segue.
2: And anyway, I, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> all, all i'm gonna say is that it was extremely sexual the violence and the yes. like, torment and
2: and, and and i'm agreeing yeah. with chris i'm not saying it made a serial killer i'm saying that he already decided long ago he wanted to kill people it's just that when he watched this he said this is how i want to do it so that's <laughs> (laughs) All that means
0: Jeffrey Dahmer loved The Exorcist three, yeah. But I don't know if that actually made him do the I'm just saying that this made him
2: realize how he wanted to kill people. Not that he wanted to. He already wanted to kill people, Uh and he already knew that about himself. Yeah, yeah. The headless just helped him realize it. So anyway, but I just thought it was funny that the most graphic violence we see is within the movie that's in the movie. So
0: which is also possibly being recorded over by the brother. We can't tell. We can't tell what's going on.
2: We don't know. We don't know. Anyway, uh, the woman is uh, the. Decapitated. The movie you can tell is obviously bothering Marty because he thinking this is you know really thinking what this was brothers doing when he's out every night.
0: Well, that and a lot of the activity seems pretty well. Once the decapitation happens, then it really comes home.
2: Yeah, and uh, yeah, exactly. And David mocks him for it like a good friend would, and then
0: (laughs) no, like a fucking (laughs) asshole. you PG thirteen pussy. (laughs) I just want to state that I was that asshole. Yeah, I know, and I still kind of am sometimes. We know i'm trying not to be but you are i do call people fucking pussy sometimes whenever <laughs> they can't handle the gore yeah i do it yeah i'm trying not to so much anymore mm-hmm. i'm trying to be a better are person are trying to get
2: better are you trying to grow
0: yes <laughs> and not just more inches in my just one weird trick made court a human being <laughs> doctors hate him. <them. laughs> Doctors hate this kid because one weird trick made court a human being.
2: (laughs) Anyway, um, the uh, killer with the now now decapitated head is sitting in what appears to be like almost like, a don't know, some kind of construction vehicle. He uh, scoops up the eyeballs and eats them, which is. That was pretty fucking grody. That was fucking grody. (laughs) And like stuff was squirting out. The milk that squirts out out when he bites it and shit. Yeah. That
0: was fucking grody.
2: I want everyone to remember the night after or two nights after I
0: watched this, the flu hit me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha but we're recording this Christmas Eve. How is that possible? Um... <laughs> <laughs> wink. Wink. So when you were throwing up did you picture some of that stuff? No, you know I was felt so
2: shitty and half asleep that I didn't think about it but then the next day when we, like, when I texted you, like, I'm just not you, you don't want me around. Yeah. And then I was thinking about doing the notes. Then the thought that all kind of came rushing in. I was like, oh, oh God, no, no, no. <laughs> anyway uh, then the the killer uh, decides to go ahead and he fucks the decapitated head. As you would. Yeah, up the uh, neck hole, not through the mouth. I thought that was interesting.
0: According to Edmund Kemper in Mindhunter, that's extremely difficult to do.
2: Like Through the mouth or through the neck hole?
0: The neck hole. Okay. Because of the cartilage that's in there. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. It, It's pushing against it and it makes it very difficult. Studied
2: that a lot, did you? He
0: describes it in the TV show Hunter that's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Excellent fucking show, very fucking dark. Nice. Probably the best thing Fincher's done in years.
2: Uh anyway uh the killer then puts the head in a bowling bag shocking and
0: well, yeah it's the easiest way to transport a severed head
2: marty hallucinates the end that it, when the killer removes a maxine that it's his brother uh
0: yeah marty's having a psychological break here yeah and his friend's just tormenting him about it and being a fucking prick and then,
2: well his friend's like the makeup's not bad he goes what and then you see that you know he shakes out of it and you see it's just uh the actor in the movie who he had goes, like oh, yeah, dreads yeah.
0: and looks nothing like his brother exactly yeah uh
2: Uh, Morty monologues that Steve used the movie for inspiration while the killer or masturbation. Yeah. While the killer beheads yet another victim and bathes in her blood. It again starts fucking the head before being shot by a cop.
0: That's the only part of the film that I found completely outrageous that the cop, that a cop would, that that a cop would actually be somewhere that he needed to be. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Shooting a suspect that wasn't, you know, black.
2: Oh, whoa. Whoa.
0: May or may not have actually been a suspect. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa!
1: It was completely
0: unrealistic about that movie that the cop just happened to
3: be there. Whoa! <laughs> Chris, you are right over there? Uh, I think we're on a list again.
2: Oh, God damn it. This is recorded and we're on a list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the recorder's air-gapped. It doesn't, it's not until we put it out there and yeah. the, the pigs hear it that we're in trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so amping it up now. I'm not, I'm not even half anti-police as I make it I sound know, on the not. show. You're so not. It's just gotten to the point now where, like, if I don't do it, people are going to be like, what, what happened to that whole police there's, thing? There's
2: a cop in a movie and Court didn't say anything about it. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and the worst of it's been completely cut out of the show the worst of it was at the fucking wildlife and i cut a lot oh, of that yeah out. yeah <laughs> right.
2: like watching robocop with you wouldn't must be fun <laughs> we'll
0: have to see if we can hook up with kid power and actually yeah, make that happen actually so. right because
2: i mean oh my god that i don't know what he'll be able to use out of that <laughs> Um, after the movie, David and Marty get in a fight where David says, Marty has probably does have a small dick. And dun, dun, dun. yeah. And then kind of like really uh, goes on a rant on him about how, you know, it's hard being his friend and you know, it's because when they run you down and you're not around, they run me down. And do you know how that feels? And Marty's that, like, Fucking yeah. yeah, Dick. <laughs> That's why, you know, you and I were supposed to be together like friends, man. Cause I mean, you can't, start running me down, but they're not going to like you any better. (laughs) I mean, eventually they're going to be like, well, fuck this kid too and you're going to be alone.
0: Yeah, Uh something tells me that Marty could do better on his own than that kid could. Yeah. And I think that kid just basically, he had a really rough day and he's taking it out on Marty.
2: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, all of this leads to our next clip.
7: You want to see something really scary? A bowling ball bag. Are you kidding me? It's not the bowling ball bag, it's what's inside. Like the movie, right? I guess there's a head in there. Maybe. And I guess you want me to open it. If you want to, I'm not making you. (laughs) Oh man, what'd you brother do? Take a shit in this thing? Scared. Fuck you. This is the last time I'll spend a night with you. Why are you being mean? You wanna know why? It's hard being your friend, Marty. Everybody makes fun of you. And when you're not there, they make fun of me. You know what that's like? Yeah, I know what it's like. It sucks. I'm tired of taking up for you. Nobody asked you to. Good, because I don't want to be your fucking friend anymore. I'm not like you, Marty. I'm not a f- Open the fucking bag. You want to fucking open it? Fine. Is that... Marcus? You scared? Please tell me you're fucking with me. This is a joke, right? No, Steve kills people all the time. Look at it. No. Look at it or I'll tell Steve. You know why Steve did this? Please, I'm sorry. Because Marcus punched me. He lies about me. He was picking on me. I won't pick on you. I promise. I won't tell anyone. Just like Marcus. I won't do it again. Good. I think I'll be sick. Go to the bathroom. Don't throw up in my room. I lost
5: my only friend, my best friend. When I go back to school on Monday, I won't have anyone to talk to Not anyone
0: okay so we got to unpack some shit here yes all right is marty acting out and trying to get back at a friend who is hurting him and just trying to hurt him back or is marty crossing a line and becoming like his older brother i i, th- I don't know if
2: it's either one of those two i think where we kind of said you know um david had a bad day and it's taking down to marty i think marty's had a bad few days and he's found his breaking point so he's just lashing out at david and like saying listen yo fuck you dude and but just maybe in a more severe way
0: well yeah his friend hurt him and he's it's. The final straw in his life. I don't affair. think he's
2: yet becoming like uh, Steve. I think he's just, but he's using that.
0: This is kind of like getting close to the torturing animals phase, where a kid's playing at enjoying causing pain on someone else. He really seems to enjoy the discomfort he is causing this kid by shoving the, the severed head in his just face. Just
2: did call him a really bad term and said he didn't want to be his friend anymore. So kind of like stabbing his only friend, stabbed him in the back. So unlike like an innocent animal or an, even an innocent person torturing him, he's taking pleasure in torturing him because he was hurt first. And a real sociopath wouldn't be hurt like that.
0: Oh, He wouldn't care. way further than that. And no, sociopaths and psychopaths still have feelings. They just don't think anybody else does. This is, a, there's, this retaliation and the excessive retaliation fits perfectly in line with a certain Lucasade uh, hate chimp that we know in, in office that how he overreacts to the slightest slight. I think it's, it, I think the reaction is very psychopathic. Honest. It is. The, the way the kid is acting is very psychopathic.
3: But to be fair, David did say slashers don't have to have a story. So Dave Z would say, it was justified.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But anyway, however you look at that scene, that's a pretty heavy scene right there. Because, yeah, he did lose his only friend. And his only friend also, I mean, not just, I mean, you know, maybe they exchanged some words, you know, before he saw the head. And you could be like, well, maybe like a few days later when things have cooled down, maybe they can talk to one another again and maybe tried to have a friendship but you know fucking marty nuked that <laughs> he just didn't end the friendship he fucking nuked it like there's just no
0: way he crossed the bridge and burnt several bridges behind him <laughs> yeah, with yeah. that friendship by doing that
3: yes yes and he basically with like an the army life. of
0: vikings burning bridges now you're just trying to get on my good side
3: <laughs> but i do think that uh marty kind of had it starts out as one umpsmanship but i think marty kind of knew what was going to be in that bag maybe not specifically what but it was in his room so he had that around to torment this other kid so it doesn't reflect well on marty
0: yeah i'm i'm kind of the opinion when this happens it just really feels like a kid that may not be completely gone but is starting to exhibit signs of psychopathic behavior that could be escalating and you can kind of tell in the environment of where he's growing up, the way that the mom acts, where she's never around, but she's pseudo coddling both of her boys. And then the father's very angry and aggressive and is very clearly probably the type of dude that likes to hit his kid to prove a point. Even before you see anything like that actually happen, you if you know anything about these types of killers and how they're raised and what ends up causing people to go into that area, regardless of whatever mental issues they have coming into that, that whole nature versus nurture, the nurture part of it's really big in this household. Like it's a perfect breeding ground <laughs> for yeah. for what is going to be taking place in the film. So you're really not that shocked when you know that Steve's a fucking killer. That Marty starts attributing some of these signs as well because he the only person that's like really treating him like a human being and taking care of him is also a guy who cuts off people's heads and puts them in a fucking bowling bag.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, but you know, he knows about Hellraiser and <laughs> and Nightbreed and Nightbreed.
3: Nightbreed. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he he's not it. all bad. I'm and, you yeah. know I I don't know if he he knew what was in the bag or not he knew there was going to be a head in the bag i don't know if he knew that the bully's head was going to be in the bag but it's in marty's room they're not in steve's room they're in marty's room so i thought it,
0: that he looked in the bag before he brought it into the room and he his brother got home and he had to leave it in the room and that's why it was in there oh maybe i i if i yeah, remember because correctly in he, his room yes. yeah he looks at it because even when he finds he finds the head and i think he looks and realizes it's marcus and then realizes what his brother did for him and while he's horrified at the same time he also feels the love for his brother doing this for him gratitude gratitude i think it's more gratitude than love whatever it is but then when his friend is kind of a douche, then he uses the fact that it is the bully to get back at him even more. So I'm pretty sure he knew ahead of time. I don't think he pre-planned bringing the bag in. I think that just ended up being because his brother came home.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, Marcus is dead and David is, you know, fucked up now. And he oh. shit himself. <laughs> yeah. He vomits everywhere.
0: Oh, he made a whole mess of everything. It, yeah. yeah.
2: He wants his mom to pick him up and uh, Marty puts the head in his closet and then realizes, you know, I think... It at one point he's going to try to return it. And then all of a sudden he goes up and he hears Steve in his room. So he knows he's fucked, you know, and he even says that he's like, he's like, well now Steve knows that I know. Yeah. And so, you know, Marty's kind of in a bit of a a pinch here. Uh, that night Steve goes into Marty's room. Marty, I don't know if he's actually sleeping or just pretending to sleep at this point. He goes in the room, starts searching the closets. He finds the bag and he retrieves it and he, and he leaves.
0: Leaving the door open to say, I was here. And yeah, I know what you did, you little I, shit.
2: I don't know if Marty's awake at this point, pretending to be asleep. No, I or think he's, he's asleep. actually asleep. Uh, you think he's actually asleep here? Yeah, because yeah. it's not like his eyes open or anything. Uh, Marty and his dad the next day go to the movies and uh, Marty heads the restroom and is interrupted by his brother in our next clip.
6: Open the stall, Marty. Steve? Open it or I'll kick it open.
7: I'm trying to use the bathroom. Open
6: the fucking door. Did you
7: tell dad? Tell
6: him what? You fucking play stupid with me.
7: I didn't tell him anything. Are you sure?
6: Have you told anyone?
7: Nobody, I promise.
6: You say one more word and you're dead. You hear me? You'll be dead. And what about David? Did he see it?
5: Yes, but I warned him. What? I told him you'd kill him if you told anyone. If he does,
6: he's dead. I'm not fucking around.
5: I know you're not. You're
6: really fucked up, kiddo. You're really fucked up. How long have you
3: known? How long? Is there something wrong? Mind your own fucking business.
2: We're not done. We'll see you tonight
0: wow yeah. <laughs> I Bro- love the I love the you're really fucked up kid <laughs> it's like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> judgmental much yeah holy shit pot kettle black <laughs> mister cuts off heads and puts them in a
3: fucking people in <laughs> glass houses should
2: probably you know not have heads in bowling bags
3: yes, yes. <laughs> people who he have ain't an asshole
0: he's my brother <laughs> <laughs> um, I labeled that clip brotherly love by the way
2: that's awesome <laughs> so as Marty is washes his hands the theater worker comes back in he goes wow that guy's an asshole <laughs> that was great <laughs> that guy's an asshole <laughs> he's like that's my brother after the movie in which marty's kind of checked out for the rest of the movie
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah he yeah, thinks his brother's gonna kill him now
2: marty goes and he burns the graphic novel he's working on with david oh, at the dump site david's a dick yep and uh, steve finds marty there and marty tries to run away but is caught and that is our next clip get
1: away from me
6: i told you a million times not to go in my room without asking!
5: I know, I'm sorry!
2: Have you told
6: anyone else?
5: No, just David. He won't tell anyone. I told you you'd kill him.
6: If it's not like that...
5: Then what is it like?
6: It's the It's like Dad says. They're infesting everything. Fucking mall, Mom's church, the factory, the fucking government. I can't get away from them. You probably hate him as much as I do. What about Marcus? He punched you!
1: That's
5: just him.
6: They're all the same. They're nothing. They're dirt why I can't let David mess things up. If he says anything,
0: you know what I have to do.
5: What about me? I could never hurt you, Marty. Really? Never. Thank you for
6: killing me, Marty.
0: Anything for my little brother. Thank you for killing Marcus. Yeah. All right. If Marty had any redeeming qualities, they're fucking gone now. Yeah.
2: Well, and number one, and a lot of unpack there, Uh, like father, like son, you know, uh, with the old. And it's so funny. The older son has so much tension with his father, but it's kind of just like him.
0: He's not just like him. I think he's just using it as an excuse to justify killing. why he likes to kill black yeah. women. Yeah. Because he's been mostly killing black women, except for the one little black boy, because he punched his, his brother. Yeah. And then he killed one white man.
2: Yeah, probably on a practice run or something. He killed the white
0: man, <laughs> or it just ended up being that the white man was there, and it was yeah.
3: just convenient. Yeah, something. It's a very tender moment. Besides all the racism and the murder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, I think if anything else, the only empathy and love that this guy actually can feel is for his brother.
2: Yeah. He has like a, a kinder, a maybe he sees a kindred spirit in his little brother.
0: Or it's just the only person that he's ever connected to or imprinted on or anything like that. And that's all he has. That's true too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's a psychopath. So he could just Marty, he might just see as a smaller version of himself. Like he's a object that he can control or influence or something. Uh,
0: Or he idealizes his little brother because he remembers what it felt like to be a big brother with him there. He likes that feeling and he wants to gratify himself by trying to continue to be what he thinks is a good big brother, including killing a black kid to beat him up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Which is fucked.
2: Fucking weird. Anyway, uh, Marty and his mom head to church and we get another Marty monologue in our next clip.
5: I don't believe in God anymore. God wouldn't let one of his children be treated this way, especially me. I'm always good at church. I'm always good at school. I'm quiet and I get good grades. And I'm always the one that gets treated bad. So how can I believe in God?
0: That's like five minutes of screen time condensed down to 12 seconds. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of the pacing of this movie for some of the dialogue.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, yeah, it's an outside church real classy fucking have church under a fucking pavilion what's wrong with that if fucking jesus come there's, on
3: there's no overhead <laughs> yeah uh-huh judgy uh, catholic there's not a giant church there so it's not a real church shut the fuck up heathen <laughs> no he actually kind of
0: has a point there you judgy catholic <laughs> I, I get to be a judgy catholic i'm fucking catholic <laughs> it was <laughs> the only benefit to being catholic is i get to be I judgy get, i get to judge
3: other religions
0: based on what they're doing
3: <laughs> well i No, mean... but you you can see in the scene that kind of the the seams of this movie like you said some of the scenes the dialogue kind of drags a little bit this movie probably could have been like 15 minutes a little shorter and oh, you yeah. see that they're having church in a park obviously because nobody will let them use a real church to film yeah. and they could find a
2: space to make a church
3: well I don't know if you can
0: really have the hard time finding a church that'll let you film in it because there's always ways of doing that but for like a whole congregation it's kind of a harder thing to steal yeah but also I agree that this film could have been tightened up quite a bit you probably could have lose at least 15 if not 20 maybe even 30 minutes of stuff a lot of padding it's not necessarily padding I think I mean we'll we'll dig into it a little bit more when we actually get to the, the final segment for the film but there's a lot of scenes where it's very clear that it's a, either a first time director or just a very inexperienced filmmaker yeah but there's a lot of really great ideas that are hiding behind all of this yeah and I think the edge is dulled by the fact that it doesn't have a, a more adept L- hand like at I it.
2: said this yeah movie could easily easily get into somebody's like, like top five, top three, like, wow, this movie sticks with me. It's really disturbing. It's something I find myself thinking about, but a lot of those little things that you were talking about kind of dull it, you know,
0: but there is a certain section of the film where you can tell it almost feels like it was shot in sequence because it starts getting better as we go move along. Yeah. And I don't know if that was done that way intentionally where they tighten things up more and more as it gets more intense, or if they literally just learn what they were doing, or if maybe they are applying their trade more to the parts that they found more interesting that we're going to get to in a little bit.
2: Maybe.
3: Uh, it, anyway. it definitely builds and it's 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 based on a book too and I haven't read the book yet so I can't tell if what the difference is between the source material and the film but it definitely builds up to the climactic finale. I'm
0: kind of curious what year the book comes from and if the dialogue that we find quite, you know, racially insensitive and uh, homophobic might be because of the time frame that the book comes from? Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to find anything to be like, dude, it's a 2012 film. Find yeah. a better way to yeah. <laughs> make your characters less tasteful.
2: Anyway, uh, Marty walks away during the sermon and he just goes to chill out in the woods. And another kid.
0: Which I totally did. I, yeah. I, I would bring a book <laughs> when another I got turned to church.
2: Another kid notices Marty leaves and he goes and starts just talking mad shit. And he trips Marty.
0: A whole lot of homophobia going yeah, on with this lots kid. Of Homophobia. This kid is a real douchebag. Oh yeah.
2: And I mean, he's just backing up. He's like, Marty, Marty's not even bothering him. Nothing. And he just was like, fuck, I saw this kid get picked on in school once. I'm going to go get my, my, fi-. and this kid's a fugly looking motherfucker too. So I bet he gets picked on. And the only thing he thinks is like, I'm going to make myself get feel better and pick on, you know, this kid.
0: Yeah. Because he thinks he he's gay. So he wants to be a homophobe about everything. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. A whole lot of fucking horse shit going on in that kid. Uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, uh, he trips Marty down and then m- Marty proceeds to beat the ever-loving shit out of him.
0: Marty hops up after he trips him down, yep. slams his head into a tree like two or three oh times. Oh my God, like a lot. It's two or three times he slams his head into the tree and then when the kid falls down crying, yep. Marty kicks him several fucking times yeah, over about the, and
2: over again. About
0: the guts and ribs and everything like that. He F- fucks this kid's day up.
2: Somebody you know, finally hears like the, they're all the all the people Listening to the pastor's, you know, the sermon. Here, scream because some woman found like two kid, one kid just mercilessly beating the shit out of another one.
0: And here we see the uncontrollable rage that yes. Marty is got bubbling beneath the surface that he can't control. He's even attacking the woman who's trying to stop him from beating the kid. Yes, just so he can go back to beating the. So anyway, kid anyway,
2: everyone sits down. They're kind of they're all talking. The pastor's giving maybe the most useless fucking speech to Marty you can give him. He's a pastor. That's what they do. I mean, any adult, I mean, all (laughs) the adults speech to Marty at this point are fucking useless, particularly pastors because
0: that's what they do. Yeah.
2: I mean this one. Yeah, you're right.
0: And uh, useless platitudes to try and change your attitudes.
2: <laughs> but what they I mean, do, and it's all you have to just turn the other cheek. So Marty even asked, so he gets to hit that me one too. up, hit me, beat me up, punch me, and I can't do anything back. Well, yeah, I mean, it was so excessive. And then the mom at least makes this uh, Trevor. His name's Trevor. He makes Trevor's mom at least goes, "You need to apologize." So at least she's gotten the full story, and she's like, "Wow, my son's a little dirtbag." Because even the first apology, she's like, "No, like you mean it." And then, uh, you know, Trevor apologizes, and then uh, Marty tells him he's going to do it again.
0: You fuck with me, I'll do yeah, it again. I'll do it again. Fuck Not you. Perfectly justifiable. Yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and then he tells Come him... Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro's mom. And then pretty much he <laughs> tells him to go to hell. He says, I hope you go to hell. Yeah, like the,
0: literally says, I hope you burn in hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and
2: again, he, I kind of like Marty a little bit here. Yeah, again, he, and he starts monologuing that he feels pretty proud looking at this kid. And comments how his mom... Uh, uh, then he comments to his mom about how she messed up Steve, and now uh, you know she's gonna mess him up, and that earns him a slap in the face from his mother
0: because she has an inclining that something is wrong with Steve. Yes, and she also has an inkling that she has fucked up this kid, and that her son is being observant and right.
2: That she has completely fucked up her and all her children, her and her husband. It's not just on her, but her and her husband have completely fucked up parenting. Yeah, they've screwed so all them. over. Yeah, all all over the board. Yeah. they have rolled. Oh, two gutter balls on these kids.
0: They've both he- rolled critical failures <laughs> and that's what their kids have turned into. Yes. Whoa.
2: Whoa. I don't know. I mean, Eve seems pretty good at killing people.
0: Yeah, you can't fault him for that. I <laughs> mean, if that were a tra- like a, a career trajectory that you could, you know, be proud of and yeah. talk about. Like if he was in the military and he was doing this for a living, maybe. Yeah. But like, well, like, know,
3: like, like you said, the dad is very aggressive and the mom is very passive and she doesn't even ask Marty what happened. And when they get in the car together, She's just going on about how embarrassed she is, how he embarrassed her in front of the church. And she tells him that kids get picked on just to, you know, just to deal with it. She just totally blows over his feelings and what happened.
2: And then we come home to the hypocrisy where Marty's dad's pissed because he just got a phone call from Trevor's parents talking about, you know, he's like, we're probably going to get stewed by this family and yeah. all this shit. And you know, it's, a, it's not a, one word about it. good job sticking up for yourself because the kids sound like a dead
0: it's because it was a white kid, yeah. and it's a family that can afford to get a lawyer yeah. to sue them.
2: Probably, yeah, yeah. exactly is yeah. how he's
0: looking at it. And then when cause his dad's a racist piece of shit, yeah.
2: and when Marty shows no you know apology whatsoever for this, he starts getting beaten by his father.
0: Yeah, he hits him a couple times in the face. And he said, "Yeah, how do you like it? How do you like Not it? Not even yeah. a backhand, like no. full fist punch. punch in the face to this little child." Um,
2: Steve steps in at this point, pissed off, and uh, starts beating the shit out of his old man.
0: And from the rage that you see on Steve, you know yeah. Steve has probably stood in the gap and taken a few of his. Of Steve's his own.
2: probably got before Marty was ever even around. Steve probably got a few of those fists
0: until he got too big for the dad to pull that off yeah. anymore.
2: Uh, the mom tries to help, and he pushes the mom. And oh, well, he fucking throws, throws her, her! Yeah, yeah. He throws her. He tosses and
0: her like dwarf bowling. Style, this ends almost. up getting <laughs> him
2: kicked out of the house. Oh, it right does. over yeah. the Christmas yeah. ornaments. Yeah, like yes. right
0: into the fucking. Christmas Christmas. Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Marty. Hey, here's our Christmas time. There we go. (laughs) There's our tie in for Christmas. Happy Yuletide, everyone. Yeah. Merry Mm. Christmas, everybody. It's, it's happy times with serial killers Uh, at home. (laughs) Uh,
2: Marty monologues that life is becoming a horror movie. And, uh, but he's wondering who the monster is, whether it's Steve, his mother, his father, or himself. I would say it is probably
0: all of the above. All
2: four are probably pretty good little monsters in their own right. Yeah. Uh, Steve comes back that night and that leads us to our next clip. Are they asleep?
5: We went about an hour ago. Where are you staying?
2: Don't worry about me. I'll get him I'll tell her something.
4: What about you?
6: Have they bothered you anymore?
5: I just want to sleep without supper. That's all. Steve, what are you going to do?
6: I need you to stay in my room tonight. Why? I need your bed. It's stronger than mine.
7: No, yours is stronger. I've jumped on both of them.
6: Mine is really old. Yours is in better condition.
7: Why do you need it?
6: Just stay in there tonight, please.
7: But I have school in the morning. I just want to sleep in my own bed.
6: I'm asking you nicely, Marty. Just stay in there tonight, please. No. Listen to me. Something is going to happen tonight that's going to change everything. And I need you to stay out of the way.
5: Why? Because I don't want to hurt you. Are you going to hurt Mom and Dad? Are you?
6: They hate us, Marty. Dad treats you like shit. Mom treats you like a baby. Aren't you tired of it?
5: What are you going to do? I'm going
6: to free you. I'm going to free both of us. They're bad people, Marty.
5: But I don't want you to kill them. Please, don't. Please, don't make
6: this any harder. I don't want anything to happen to you.
7: I'll call the cops.
6: Don't even joke like that.
7: I swear, they'll lock you away forever. You wouldn't do that to me. I'm your brother. If you were my brother, you
5: wouldn't do this to me. You're just like Marcus and David. You're just like Dad.
6: Don't fuck with me. I need to do this. I need
5: this. Get off! Somebody help!
6: Please. Say one more word and I'll fucking
4: Got you! What the hell is going on out here?
2: All right, well, uh, this leads to a confrontation with their dad, who Steve hits with his shovel and then chases their mother inside. As it looks like Steve is about to rape his mother, Marty tries to stop him but is knocked out. And here proceeds some really rough times <laughs> for anybody here.
0: Things are about to get very intense in the description of what's happening in this film. If you haven't seen the film and you're not intending to see the film, but you still want to know what's going to happen, here's your moment where you're going to have trigger warnings. There's some serious sexualized violent type things that are happening in the film. You've been warned. Go ahead and proceed.
2: All right. It's important to note we don't see anything. It's a lot. Well, you're going to see something. But you know <laughs> quite you know, something, yeah. Quite, quite a something.
0: Uh let's you, let's go back a little bit. When he's getting ready to rape his mother, he is yeah. feeling her up and down. Oh my god,
2: yeah. And he it has really this, run his sc- hands all over.
0: He has this sadistic joyous pleasure yeah. knowing that his mother is horrified that he is feeling her up. Yes. And it's obvious. And he even seems to get off whenever Marty's yelling at him to stop that Marty's disgusted by it
3: too. Yeah. Uh, he's he's grabbing her ass and and he's licking her face. It's, just like in the movie. Yes. Uh, the movie, the headless. headless movie. Yeah. Now,
2: it's important to note here, uh, Marty wakes up uh, tied to Steve's bed and gagged. And this is pretty much the only scene you see for the rest of the way. And the rest is sounds. That's just as horrifying. Really, it, it, it lets your imagination run wild. But he wakes up tied and gagged to sounds of his mother screaming and Steve just yelling a lot of gibberish, a lot of sometimes uh, things. Let's not mince words. You
0: can hear him raping his mother. Yes. Forcing her to flip around and do various things. Yes. While the father can hear, but is it, incapable of getting to him. But he it sounds like the father's
2: coming. I think Steve didn't I think Steve's moving very quickly here. He didn't tie up the father, but the father he's cause he keeps saying, I'm coming, I'm coming, baby. I think he's so cause that shovel caught him in the head so bad that his equilibrium is so fucked that trying to get upstairs and anything, so he's just screaming that he's coming. He's probably trying to get up the stairs, but he's so from the headshot that, you know, that Steve's not even worried about him until later.
0: Oh, I looked at it like he purposely crippled him from the waist down in some way, shape, or form. He could have done that, And then left him downstairs to where he could hear it. Like, he's purposely arranged this whole scenario. Because
2: you hear the dad keep saying, I'm coming, I'm on my way. Yeah, but he can't get there. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so either A, he's purposely crippled, or B, he's so concussed that, you know, it's almost like a fun house you're trying to move through, you know?
0: Like, he can't find his way to where he needs to be. Yeah, like,
2: he's just wandering around the house, probably. he's
0: also tied up in Steve's room
2: yes yes what's a ball gag in his mouth ball gag in his mouth
0: and it's not just a normal tie up like just tied there it's one of those like expertly done almost sexualized bondage routines to this kid and it's gross to Uh, see oh
2: it's so fucking horrible
0: it's almost more disturbing than what you hear going on with the mom next door like I said this is
2: (laughs) anyway his brother walks in stark naked wearing the gas mask he tells him I thought Cord had the third arm
0: (laughs) if that's not a prosthetic that actor is a very happy individual because <laughs> he's extremely well endowed.
3: Uh-huh. You know what that the obviously he didn't have a problem doing the nudity because that's let's let's we're three gentlemen here and we don't swing that way, but that's holy shit, that's impressive. a huge
0: goddamn <laughs> cock. Let's just
3: fucking say pretty it. much. That's a I
0: huge mean, fucking cock.
3: His
2: partner has a family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know which way he swings, but girlfriend, boyfriend, they have a family. How could he do that to him?
0: <laughs> yeah, this guy's like a fuck fucking porn star waiting to happen yeah pretty much which is even more horrifying because he walks in with a raging fucking heart on yep that looks you see that coming around the corner first oh yeah yeah. yes He doesn't get into the room until a good five minutes after it shows up. I know. That's what's horrifying. It's like all gas mask and cock. And then eventually the rest of the body shows up. <laughs> it's fucking horrifying. It's got to be a clip somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gas mask and cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. See, I mean, yeah, I the mean, first time, when that happened, when he just walks in the room uh, like that, and then he yeah. talks to Marty like it's I mean, no big just deal. Like,
2: you're like, oh, but yeah. Because then Marty tries to say something and he goes, don't say anything. You'll you'll end up choking. Just lie, still. 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 Or, or else yeah don't struggle or you'll end up struggle. choking yourself you'll Yeah, choke. don't try to talk or you'll choke you'll, 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 you'll hurt yourself if you struggle and if you talk you'll choke you yeah know?
0: and he takes off the gas mask but standing yeah. there completely naked yes. still to talk to him
2: he so soon he grabs the machete that you know weirdly much like the movie Headless which is what
0: makes me think that the actual scenes from the movie weren't the movie it was mm-hmm. it was him and then some things that he cut into fit with the movie Headless man
2: I don't know I don't know about that part but possible it's
0: just it's just the way that it's edited man we then <laughs>
2: proceed to hear the sounds of his parents massacre
0: yeah the father finally gets there and says something about bite me like a man
2: yeah so he finally got up there and yeah, yeah that's why I don't think he was I, I don't think he was like uh like you said I don't think he w- I don't think he was like uh incapacitated in any way other than that headshot just fucked him up so much so I don't think he was uh, crippled or in any way. Yeah. But I think he was definitely fucked up.
0: What I want to know is with all this yelling and screaming that's going on at night, where are the, the neighbors? Weekend, where's anybody, yeah. right? Holy is this shit. a holiday weekend or some shit yeah, that everybody's I gone?
2: I fucking don't know. In fact, you wonder more here coming up because anyway, Steve comes in and he's pretty much covered in head to toe in blood.
0: Do you notice that it's no longer erect? It's just dangling?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so he
0: finished up. Yeah, that's, I'm thinking that the killing is what? It, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says someday Marty will understand, but he sees his brother's reaction as like horror and he freaks the fuck out. He just starts screaming like a loud pitch scream, um,
0: which is almost more horrifying than everything that we just heard from before.
2: At this point, uh, everything's kind of jumbled together, but I, w- I want to say it. Then we'll go into the final
0: clip. OK, go for it.
2: Um, it, it, the, the ending scene and all this is mixed in with Marty's final monologue, which I, I want I want to play. But um, I'm going to give the scene. Marty wakes up and he's like, I wonder if anybody, you know, you'll hear it in the clip what he's Says, but he's pretty much surrounded by the mutilated, covered in his mutilated parents with both their eyeless, decapitated heads on either side of him. And he's pretty Right much, on his
0: shoulders where yeah. they He looks either direction, they're right there. Yes. The and guts are strewn across the he, middle of him. Yes,
2: All, like, covered. And then you'll hear what he says. It's kind of actually a little bit funny. And at the end, we see Steve, once again, still nude, middle of the morning, because it's pretty light out. It's
0: still covered in blood, too, right?
2: Yeah. Covered head to toe in blood. Just kind of looking around, almost lost at this point. Like, almost this was the the final thing. He doesn't know what to do with himself. Because obviously, it it looks like Steve's getting ready to get caught. At least somebody's going to see him, and they're going to call the cops, because it's like...
0: I think that's what his intention was. I think he's done at this point. Yeah. Which is what he says, Marty, I need this. He knows it's it's coming up to the end of it he doesn't have a place I mean, this is always
2: was it. end game for him yeah death uh, by
0: cop just like the the videotape yeah yeah exactly. Yes. exactly he wants his
2: end to be like the
0: videotape but unlike the videotape because it's unrealistic there is no cop in sight to come c- confront him god damn it you just
3: <laughs> it's the fucking truth <laughs> and they're le- on a cul-de-sac
2: court a cul-de-sac <laughs> that leads to our final clip marty's final monologue
5: it's monday morning school will be starting soon will anyone notice i'm gone Will they notice dad's not at work? Will mom's not at the office? I wonder when they will come search the house. I try to move and it hurts all over. All I can do is wonder, wonder when I'll be found. I look at mom and I look at dad and they scream at me with their empty eyes. My mind wants to scream and kick and freak out, but I keep myself under control. If I lose it now, I might not come back for a long, long time. Stuff like this can really
0: warp a person. That's the part you're referring to that is yeah. almost funny where he says stuff yeah, like this can really, really work a person. person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I love his comment. If, I look. I'm uh, coming back for a long time. Almost like he knows he'll go can a tonic No, he knows
0: if he starts screaming and freaking out that he's it. not coming back, and it's there's no way back from that. For yeah, him. he'll yeah. just be nuts once he goes. He's life. not coming yeah. back. Yeah,
2: yeah. And so he's holding on to his sanity. Is yeah. it? Oh my god! While and, covered
0: in the guts of his own parents, after listening to his mother be raped and his father brutally murdered, and his mother be brutally murdered. Yes. And being exposed to seeing his brother's erect penis, <laughs> knowing that he was being used to rape his mom. Yes. Happy holidays, everybody. That's your Christmas movie and happy ending roll credits <laughs> holy fucking shit fuck, Chris. You, Chris. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you man
3: what the fuck <laughs> no but it's all... my one shot i just swing for the fences what
0: okay in all seriousness though how, how did you even fucking find this movie dude
3: uh i have to give a special thanks to uh jason and michael from the darkness dwells podcast uh Because most people who know me know that my horror uh, tastes tend to skew towards older horror movies. Because I think they have a lot more atmosphere and uh, they work more on you. I think a lot more of the modern stuff, either they go for a jump scare or they try to be so gory it becomes ridiculous. But watching this movie, I identified with Marty at parts and the story just... Messed me up. I would hope so. Yeah. No. Shit. Congratulations, you're still partially
0: a human being. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's not one that I uh, often rewatch. Once in a blue moon, and then it kind of ruins your night.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely ruined mine. Okay, well, we kind of talked about it. I think the film would definitely have a lot more impact if it had a more adept hand. And what we were getting at when I was talking about how as it starts going on and on, you feel more of like either the director's learning what they're doing or the crew's kind of getting their stuff together, or even that this is the parts that they were far more interested in. It feels one of two things. It feels either like a short film that they wanted to do that they then padded out with the rest of the movie having to do with him being picked on and the friends and all the other stuff, the confrontation at the church. It
2: almost feels like the movie, the headless movie, is what they wanted to make and then decide to pad it out with a movie surrounding it.
0: Not necessarily quite that exploitative. I think what they were trying to do is the actual short story of the brother. He finds the head, you uh, know, yeah. and like, like it's like a condensed version of this story. Yeah. But I think what they ended up doing is they, they got, you know, they, they padded it out and made like an hour and 40 minute movie. Really, they could have done a very tight, I would say, even 77 minute movie. Lost a lot of that stuff, tightened up some of the dialogue, maybe framed things a little bit different, you know, and they could have had a really effective, very, uh, distinct movie. Yeah. That could be really even more intense and and really fucked you up even more and they don't even need to add more gore or any of the other stuff they showed you more than enough when we finally get to the house when he shows up at the end of the film and uh, Marty comes out to talk to him from that point forward is really fucking effective
2: yes it is and
0: it sticks with you Uh and even just us talking about it I'm having flashbacks to the stuff that happened and it it was really fucked up
2: it it follows you And, and so really the most effective parts of the movie are at the very end so you do leave with it. Like, you know, right after the movie's done, you, you don't have rest of movie or anything to try to get over what you just saw.
0: And I think the reason that it doesn't Stick with you the way that some of the other more disturbing cinema that we've watched is because the lead up to this doesn't hook you and make you identify with the characters and if it does, you're fully aware that you're watching an independent low budget movie it doesn't ever get you to suspend your disbelief yeah. until you get to that point where it just hammers at home when the brother but comes that back that very end was yeah. that's that's when you, you lose track of the fact that you are watching a movie and you yes. get swept away with the story, yep. the rest of the movie before that point doesn't do that it doesn't find a way to hold your interest which is why I'm saying they should cut it down
3: I agree yeah it has some pacing issues it has a very very strong start that hooks you and in the middle it sags and like you said there's some padding and the dialogue's not as tight as it could be in certain scenes and then uh, in the end like you said you get to that point where the brother shows back up at night and it's it's going down you know even though you don't see things happening you know what's happening
0: and it does it so effectively that it lets your imagination run wild with with you and those of us with an overactive imagination I'm gonna say everybody that's talking on this cast right now that was so much more effective than just seeing it yes particularly for me because I'm a twisted fuck and I pictured all sorts of horrible shit yeah,
2: I think we all have active imaginations here so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we're I was picturing some of the worst shit
0: yeah and he just the fact that he comes in there with the gas mask on dark fucking naked to talk to his brother and the complete shift in his personality where there's the two steves you see again it's damn near vomitous yes <laughs> it's just like oh no Ugh. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're seeing this giant raging hard on running around.
2: that <laughs> shows up in the room five minutes before. All right, here we before. go. Let's start the scene. Action. Steve, come
0: into the room. Okay. All right, Steve's
2: in the room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the thing moves around the corner like a fucking like a boa constrictor like getting ready to it hit the boom mic it broke the boom mic.
3: I haven't seen that much uh full frontal dong in a horror movie since uh Paul Nashe's uh Rottweiler.
0: <laughs> Never seen it note to self go by Rottweiler. <laughs> oh God <laughs> in the vain hope that it's Paul Nash. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The uh, film is brutal, but like I said, it—if you can find a copy—and I know it's hard. It's not uh, streaming anywhere that I know of. I had to buy it. it, You owe me twelve bucks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I, I found it on DVD after I heard about it on Darkness Dwells at my local bookstore, had it for $3 used. So I picked it up, I gambled, and I was kind of blown away by it. So, And I think that uh, that's the beautiful thing about horror is even though sometimes you've got low budgets, if you have an interesting idea or a cool story to tell, you can really be effective. Uh, and the only thing is how can you overcome the limitations of your budget and your imagination.
0: Yeah, my quibbles about the film are the same kind of quibble I would have about any first-time film or a festival-run kind of film for a first-time or early filmmaker or a more inexperienced filmmaker. I've said it a million times even about movies that have a deep love in my life that I've watched a million times over. So, overall, the film is really, really good. I think it just needs a little bit tighter editing and it probably would have made an even bigger splash than what it has.
3: I totally agree. And more and in- more dong
0: uh you could always probably use more i know i could i i I need to you know lengthen mine apparently
2: (laughs) that's a bad body image to have don't
3: don't let them (laughs) get you like that half a meter apparently isn't enough (laughs) that was some tom atkins level dong that was impressive i used
2: to bullseye mop rats back in my t70 back home they're no bigger than two meters
0: (laughs) And with that, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to play another promo that was handpicked by Chris, which he wholeheartedly endorsed for this podcast. And we'll have a little bit more fucked up Christmas music. And when we come back, we will do some fucking psyop news.
4: The following message is a paid advertisement for the Cult of Muscle podcast. The Cult of Muscle. You're either in it or you're dead. It's the dawning of a new age. The halls of Valhalla have been shuttered. The heroes of yore have either retreated to the shadows or taken to capering for the amusement of the small folk. Their past glory is a distant memory. The barbells have been torn from their once puma-strong grips. The beards shone from their square jaws, only to be transplanted onto flannel-clad puny weaklings with fingers barely powerful enough to strum a ukulele. The time has come, my brothers. To restore order from the chaos, no longer will our heroes be forgotten. No longer will their great deeds be viewed through a foggy lens of irony. Hear now our rallying cry as we scream it from the mountaintops, as we bellow it from iTunes and Libsyn and Facebook. It's time to join the cult, my brothers. So don your cloaks and enter the cult of muscle. Stone for Christmas. (laughs)
0: <laughs> love I got, it i got caught listening to that that's fucking great that's great <laughs> i totally just found it for the show like i just pulled that off youtube that's great i'll be stoned for christmas that's hilarious
2: oh my god that's awesome
0: uh so who else is going to be stoned for christmas out there who's going to be playing around with those marijuanas that's what i want to know
2: aren't we all <laughs> all
0: right then give me some psyops
2: the Telegraph. Fake parents offer themselves as stand-ins to meet teachers and lovers. Fake parents? Yeah. Kind as well known as the home of the rented boyfriends and rented bridesmaids. But now stand-in parents are offering their services. It always comes back to dick. Pretty much. <laughs> for when you just can't abide teachers or lovers meeting the real ones. It's going to uh, cost you some serious cock. Probably. Offering stand-in help for anything from a tricky school parents evening to that awkward first encounter between a new girlfriend and mom and dad. I'm advocating corpse fucking here. Okay, fake parents believe they can ward off potential society catastrophes, temporarily at least. Anytime you're with Tom Atkins you come. (laughs) Well... (laughs) <laughs> Maybe. Don't make him your fake dad. Uh do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend who wants to meet your parents, but mm, you actually don't want them need. to meet. Ask one advert on the Chinese internet, the Global Times newspaper. Uh, the Global Times newspaper, which said the service is usually charged at fifty uh one an hour. Spoke to a fifty one? Y U A N? Yuan. One, yeah. That's what it says. Fifty one an hour. Okay. Y U
0: A N. I, I don't know if I'm you know pronouncing it right. I but don't know how that translates to
2: dollars. It's uh, five sixty uh lira. Five sixty lira.
0: Like I spend that. I don't, <laughs> know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, it, know that This is from the
2: telegraph, man. You're just gonna have to expand your mind.
0: <laughs> I, I just don't know monetary value for other countries compared to the yeah, dollar. I don't either. I'm just gonna assume it's weak. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the <laughs> All right. dollar that is. Yeah, well yeah. Spoke to uh, uh spoke to a uh rent parent who takes his profession very seriously indeed. I'm gonna uh, study the psychology, the, the fake dad told the English. newspaper. No matter how nasty your teacher gets, I won't get angry. <laughs> (laughs) I'm blowing
0: this dog to show dominance.
2: <laughs> Young Chinese who are seeking fake parents are also posting on the Chinese web. America is a bunch of cunts. Well, That's yeah. what they're posting. Yeah, uh, A rented parent is needed, said one comment. Just need to make a phone call to my teacher. And we're back to dicks. Uh, another asked, is there anyone in Shanghai who can be rented as parents to have a meal with my girlfriend? I volunteer for the Marilyn Monroe dress. China is experiencing massive social changes, but most people are still deeply conservative. That's not a thing. Many, uh, I think. I think that's the thing. Many marriages thing. are arranged. Even in the modern cities and parents are often involved in their children's relationships from an early age. They sex with a dead thing. It is unclear how many of the postings relating to rented parents are people authentically seeking help. But China has a booming trade in renting people for a range of personal services. Boyfriend and girlfriends are rented over the New Dix. Year holiday period uh, over the New Year holiday by singletons who want <laughs> love to how put, just
0: keep reading. You won't let a word in edgewise. <laughs> you're like, he's going to play the clip if I just keep talking. <laughs> who <laughs> want to put a stop to intrusive questions that for they just had a bukkake mouth party
2: bridesmaids are also for hire in china where weddings can often get out of hand and bridesmaids can be subjected to sexual harassment and physical abuse afraid of vaginas chinese media also reported this week a growing trend of people using rent me apps to offer themselves as friends
0: this there is my you youtube know. channel of me trying out makeup what <laughs> <laughs> this is my youtube channel of me trying out makeup all right hey bro i can't get it up
2: (laughs) this is like traces of death fucked porno well not quite but it was there i'm not
0: volunteering for the blood gum
2: (laughs) crime scene (laughs) sex i'm into that yeah there you go it was a slow for the up news mainly because everything everything sucks well, and all the news is on this Alabama election tonight, so, yeah, so, though. That, that happened a few weeks ago. <laughs> wink, wink, wink.
0: This is Christmas Eve, everybody. Yeah, Countdown to Bukaki because obviously all
2: we all would rather be doing this on Christmas Eve. Exactly, and I'm
0: I'm editing it and releasing it all in the same day. Uh, it's amazing. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. You know what else is a Christmas miracle? What's Matt? that? Everyone will
2: be coming on my face. Oh.
0: oh.
2: <laughs> 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 How does that have to do ah. <laughs> <laughs> it?
0: Countdown to Bukaki. Countdown <laughs> to Bukaki.
2: Everyone will be coming on my face. <laughs> this one works really well, too. Circle jerk.
0: Everyone will be coming on my face. There you
2: go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, you want to hear it? Matt's trying to delay it and not make it happen. Do you want to hear it? Oh, I know it's going to happen. You, you want to hear I it, Chris? I don't
2: I'm delaying anything. Yeah, I'm not, you not you even won't. talking. Neo-Nazis are pretty good people. Uh, but, we, <laughs> but you wait to just say it right there. Who is that guy? Neo-Nazis are pretty good people. I don't even know who that guy is. (laughs) I've had seven dicks inside of me. That's me.
0: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> you're owning up to that one hoping I'll destroy the other one.
2: I don't think you'll ever destroy any one of them but if I'm going to own to one of those two I'd rather have it be that one <laughs> this is like traces of death fucked porno pretty much
0: <laughs> alright so one more thing guys if you're trying to lose weight after the holiday season Matt has a very serious plan for you
2: listen man all you need is vodka and cigarettes and the pounds will just come right off I'm telling you guys it works
0: <laughs> 60% of the time it works every time <laughs> the math doesn't make any sense <laughs> It doesn't matter if the math makes sense because nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take another break here. We're going to play a promo for another podcast that Chris wholeheartedly endorses because he's a part of it, apparently. And we're going to have a little bit of music and close out this crazy show.
4: Sad. All his cards, books, and all to make you sad. Dream
6: Shopping. It's time to face your final destiny. It's Christmas at round zero. There's panic
1: in the crowd.
6: We can dodge debris while we trim
1: the tree underneath a mushroom cloud
0: this Christmas brought to you by a Trump presidency Christmas yeah. at Ground Zero woo, woo. yay we're all gonna fucking die
2: mm-hmm. yay. Kids, everyone just had to make America great
0: again yeah thanks for that in all seriousness though folks it is a wonderful holiday to spend with your family for whatever reason you want to celebrate it however you want to celebrate it what it represents is this is the last effort you have for the final part of the year to be a decent human fucking being to everyone else that you have around you whether we're at Ground Zero or not however this is going to end up. Grab a hold of the people that you love, give them a big hug, and tell them you fucking love them and be appreciative of what you fucking have. Yeah. Pure and fucking simple. And part of that appreciation, before we split, then stop being a dick. I'd like to let Chris talk about Dread Media for a little bit and what his role is there.
3: Many people know, because uh, we have some crossover between the two audiences, but I, I'm uh, involved with uh, Dread Media and uh, just want to give a special shout out to uh Desmond and the Dreadites over there. Um, Des has been making his podcast for over 10 years now. The guy puts out a podcast every week. He is a machine. Um, Guy's just super nice. They got all sorts of cool people on there. Anything that you like about horror, TV shows, movies, comics, and he has super guests on all the time. Um, he's had uh, Odorus Arungus on there. He's had uh, Gentleman Gene Colin before he passed was on there. And just a couple of weeks ago, he had uh, Johnny Mundo from Lucha Underground on there. So if you guys are into any of that kind of cool stuff, you should check his show out.
0: All right, Chris. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast and uh, you know participating with the contest for the reviews and everything, and being so patient for us to do all of this. And then we. Had to reschedule the episode i really appreciate it man you're the kind of fan that makes podcasting worth doing and i mean that and i'm not yeah, just man. saying that because of the christmas spirit
2: thanks chris <laughs> it was awesome oh i love
0: you guys you guys rock oh we love you too man you're the best <laughs> <laughs> totally super fan number one, man. <laughs> All right, folks. We are available on Legion Podcast. You can find us at legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. We have a Facebook group. Chris is a part of that, and he posts some wonderful, wonderful stuff there. Great stuff. Yeah. He's one of the original alternative photographers if yeah. you go back far enough. That's right. The Faces of Meth from Rawhead Rex. Yeah. It proves he goes that far he back. He goes that far. He's an OG. Oh, original podcast downloader. That yeah. doesn't fit for an no, OG, though. An OG. <laughs>
2: OPD, o- original grungy person <laughs> he's OT original no. trash
0: people but it's the Cinema Psyops Facebook group I am Court Psyops on Facebook and Matt is Matt Psyop if you found the plank that says brutal you found the man that's a little afraid to show his own face or actually maybe the tact is he doesn't want you to have to suffer it looking at it well it could be the one yeah six of one half dozen of the other mm. you can email feedback to Matt PsyopMatt at gmail.com let him know that he should have given found a little bit more respect than what he did with his review in a few fewer clips no no fewer clips all the clips <laughs> next review all clips We're
2: just gonna listen to the movie and you'll be happy about it
0: email feedback to court cinema court at gmail.com let them know that matt actually did a decent review of found and even though all the clips were there i've seen the film and i think that they probably fit quite well with his review that, that, that would require you to watch the film though
2: yeah we would so, have to watch it
0: and, and good luck with that yeah and the giant raging hard on <laughs> <laughs> That's a clip. <laughs> yep. You can twit a couple of tweets to a couple of twats of your giant raging hard-ons.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm at court underscore psyop. Hi-o. Matt is at Matt. Personally, I think Matt is just the one that wants to see the raging hard-ons.
2: Oh, yeah. Nice little add-in there, pal. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, like, haven't stopped talking about them since we got to that point in the movie. I'm fucking jealous. That thing is ridiculous. <laughs> Old
3: frontal dong.
2: Yeah, well. I'm not even so sure. Do you really think like your wife would even like that? I mean, let's be honest, you may like it, but <laughs> you're kidding all the blood rushes of that, you fucking pass out. <laughs> yeah, I know, you're just out.
0: <laughs> Speaking of pass out, I'm about to do that. Everybody, yes. thank you so much for downloading and listening to this episode. Kick the fuck out of your Christmas and make it your bitch.
1: I'm
2: i mean we're both here at our parents house and uh, i mean lab
0: <laughs> i own my own home
2: motherfucker yeah, <laughs> there's like keeping a ball guessing
0: for all up, for all intents and purposes for appearances sake yes. i'm an upstanding citizen You are. i pass background checks and shit yeah i mean i did too i couldn't believe it on paper <laughs> all I'm saying is records are a lot easier to delete when you know how to do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is uh, I know how to come up with a lot of aliases. I'm really, I'm not good at a lot, but coming up with fake names, pretty good at that. <laughs> uh, the next day at recess, Marty uses his uh, friend David.
0: Or, uh, <laughs> I'm not fat. I'm stout. I'm not fat. I'm husky. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just nice terms for being fat? Shut up. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh man, uh, all this fatness is killing me inside. Literally. <laughs> I get lightheaded when I laugh too much instead of worry.
3: I beat us.
0: nearly pass out every time I take a dump. Is that something I should be concerned about?
3: Is the numbness in your right arm or your left arm? Both. <laughs> it's, in my, it's in my third arm. <laughs>
0: That pesky third arm, man, it's going to be the death of you. I cut that completely out of that episode. Did you? It was so stupid. <laughs> and now I'm making a call back to something that doesn't even <laughs>
2: exist. you cut out? God damn it.
0: <laughs>
2: all this is interrupted by Steve in our next clip. Did you actually write any notes or is it all clips?
3: Hey, listen, man, uh when I say checked out, I mean checked out. <laughs> Course, just saying that he's gonna be like an American beauty, pumping a little iron and you know, thinking about things in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: you just equated me to Kevin Spacey. I'm not cool with that. Yeah, that's not <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs> wow, Chris, that's the most non chill of you. <laughs> Shots fired. <Yeah>. God damn.
3: <laughs> I was like,
0: Yeah, that uh, yeah, no, 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 that's Kevin no, Spacey. No, 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 no,
3: no, no. Like, like Lex Luthor Kevin Spacey, not rapey Kevin Spacey. <laughs> It's all rapey, Kevin Spacey. I mean, it's been
2: that way forever. Damn it! (laughs) What is wrong with you? Even Kaiser so say Kevin Spacey's rapey, Kevin Spacey. It's all tainted now. (laughs) It's all wrong. Spoiler (laughs) alerts. Uh, that made Chris the weird kid videotaping you while you're working out naked in your garage.
0: E- <laughs> yes. Okay. That also <laughs> means that I'd be buying pot gonna... from him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many marijuanas is it going to take? Make me forget about how much of an asshole Kevin Spacey is. <laughs> A lot. All, all of, all of the them. <laughs> God damn it. Another guy just ruined it. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Keep your dicks to yourselves unless you're invited to Please, not. Please, fuck. fuck. And, and, and if you have any racist feelings,
2: Leave those to yourselves too. Stop ruining our movies, Hollywood. Hollywood actors.
0: <laughs> Stop being assholes, human beings. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Ruining everything. I mean it's give miss here for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, go ahead and tell us which one it is. You well, go ahead and let loose. Well, for Matt, it was Ass Invader 75.
3: <laughs> well, for me, it was I thought you'd never ask or Bimbo Bullish from Buffalo, but that's Wait, just me. What was it? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask or Bimbo Bullish from Buffalo. Wow. let say that 16 times
0: fast. <laughs> for me, I think it was the search for The big bamboo. The big ba- <laughs> I think it's what it was called. It's a really bad '80s porn. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> if that actually exists and people know what I'm talking about, find it for him. There was just, did it to him. There was just some guy that was constant. It was like shots of people's crotches, and the guy kept constantly saying, "Where's the big bamboo?" And then there'd be like a guy getting his dick sucked. And then if it was a girl, he would go, "That doesn't look like the big bamboo." And then he would give head to the girl. It was terrible. Oh my god, and that was my first porn I ever watched.
2: <laughs> first word, huh? Terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just think about Titanic when I have to get sick. Really? Yeah, the movie.
2: Yeah, the movie, Titanic?
0: Yeah, vomit and
2: Any Any like particular part that's the worst?
0: Pretty much all of it. Just all of it? Any part of it? You Ex- just think of it? There's like one section of the film that's actually decent and everything else is terrible. Is that just when everyone's dying? No, it's when Kate went naked. Oh. Yeah, okay, I see that. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls, Matt. <laughs> I don't have that big of a canvas, Court, <laughs> nor the art skill. No,
3: no well, that's that, that, <laughs> to you be able to pick my beauty. You should
2: see my handwriting.
3: <laughs> Get back you, Darren.
2: Oh no! What he say? Oh God!
0: He said to Darren. Oh God! <laughs> Matt drawing me like one of his friends. <laughs> what, what have we done? I almost want to leave this in just to see what that looks like. Lots of Christmas trees. <laughs> oh, oh my God, Bryce! You write any fucking notes? Ah, uh, dude, I wrote plenty
2: of fucking notes. I've been talking. There's like thirty fucking clips here. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, Andy be
0: bud. Just fucking do it. Do it. Run, just he <laughs> goes full the, court here. Press,
2: press the fucking
0: button. Yeah. I did go full court anyway. Yeah, but when I do it, I'm the one that still does all the work. When he does the clips, I'm the one who still does all the work.
2: As I said, I have an active imagination when I say I work on a podcast.
0: Just a fucking liar. I'm going to punch that in, obviously,
3: Chris. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, Chris. Audio magic.
0: Okay, that wasn't about the movie, but I will definitely use that at the end of the show for a promo thing. (laughs) Whenever we're closing it out, I'll just lift it and put it there. because he was making a beautiful landing know, it was just at the was wrong airport <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, the, that's the best damn landing i've ever seen a pilot do i hope yeah. someday that someone
0: will talk about our podcast that lovingly, i know right even while he's guesting on it mm-hmm.
4: maybe <laughs> I Think he would definitely not because you fucked me over at christmas you fucking piece of crap pissed all over my Christmas cheer And took a big shit on Santa's lap You fucked me over a Christmas You fucked with my ex-best friend Now I'm ditching two hoes at Christmas I guess we all got fucked Everybody! You fucked me over a Christmas You fucking piece of crap You pissed all over my Christmas cheer And took a big shit on Santa's lap Fucked me over at Christmas You fucked with my ex best friend Now I'm ditching two hoes at Christmas I guess we all got fucked in the end And I bet you just before I got home He was fucking you in the end Wait under that mistletoe Get out of here You choose me Get the fuck out of my house Oh yeah Merry fucking ho ho to you. Merry Christmas from me to you. Fucking
1: ho. Giant raging hard ons.